blessed. The story of Jacob. The topic is the blessed, the blessing that overcasts comes, the blessing that overcomes the past. A very difficult title. I want to start with an amazing illustration because many times we believe and we say blessing is like like a glass of water. It's like crystal clear, right? And this water is organic because organic, that's the word. Organic means everything going smooth, your finances going good, your health is going good, your family is going good, your faith is going good. Everything goes very well. That's actually the life of Jacob. For many, many years, this was the blessing. Everything went smooth. Here's the word smooth. But often in our life, even when we are obedient, we trust God, sometimes one thing happened. Just one thing happens in our life, and our life changed forever. This is the one thing, for example. You go into the doctor, and he says to you, you are sick, and all of a sudden, your blessed life, the organic thing, the smooth thing, it's over. A lot of people facing one thing in their life, for example, a divorce, after 40 years of divorce, all of a sudden, the blessing is over. Or the boss is kicking you out, or you have a sickness. This is a picture of many, many people. You know, now comes the question, how can this water be changed again? And actually, it's so simple. It's the same thing when people happen something and say, stick on Jesus, hold on on Jesus, go into the church, read the Bible, worshiping. And this is the picture. When you go into the church, you're still confessing, God is my provider. God is my healer. I believe it's only a matter of time. And I'm healed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I, proclaiming, proclaiming, if this is even not enough after one year, I have a second bottle. And I go on and on and on. I proclaim for so long until whatever happened, it's passed and my life is blessed again. And that's actually the story of Jacob. Let's go into the story of Jacob in a cartoon clip and then I want to give you two thoughts. What is the meaning for you and me? The clip. Jacob was enrolled with his whole patriarch family, his four wives and uncountable amount of children. Traveling was simply one of his hobbies. His favorite wife, Rachel, was in labor with her second child. At the birth of her son, she realized that she would die. The pain was just too strong, so she called her son Benomi. Jacob didn't find this so great and chose to call his son Benjamin. She couldn't say much against this as she died. Her husband buried her in tears, set up a gravestone and continued on traveling with the baby and his whole family. Now maybe you understand that the glass example right in the beginning, this is a really, really tough situation. Let's read in Genesis chapter 35, verse 16 to 17. Then they moved on, here's the word, they moved on again from Bethel. While they were still some distance from Ephrath, Rachel began to give birth and had a great difficulty. And as she was having great difficulty in the childbirth, the midwife said to her, don't despair, for you have another son. Let's pause for a moment, because Jacob was two times in Bethel. 
The first time when he was in Bethel, he made a deal with God. He made a succession to God. He said, God, if you want to be my God, here is the deal. If you bless me with money, with more animals, with health, with children, with everything, if you do this, then you can be my God. He was, he was dealing with God. And then he said to God, if everything happened according the way I want to have it, then I give you 10% of my income. And I thought for a moment, that's actually many Christians living that kind of a way. If God is blessing me the way I want, then I tithe into the house of God. This was the first Bethel experience in his life. The second time when, when Jacob arrived Bethel again, his life was different. He, he built God an altar. He said, God, I lay down my life. But there is one longing which I have, that Rachel will be pregnant again. And if she is pregnant, this is a miracle. And he laid down his life on an altar in Bethel. And here's the point. Always we believe, if I'm obedient, if I'm faithful to God, that means I am blessed as well. This is how we think. Obedience means Blessing in every area. Sometimes not everything is okay. Even when you believe it's okay, it's not everything is okay. Because Jacob laid down his life and he believed God will do a miracle forever. And sometimes in our lives, even as a believers, and this part actually nobody likes it, even if you're obedient, sometimes things happen you never planned, you never looked for. And here actually happens something really crazy. My point number one is, call your situation what it is. Verse 18, as Rachel breathed her last, for she was dying, she named the son Benoni. They were faithful. They laid down their lives in Bethel on the altar of God. Obedience means blessed, and now she's dying. As a church, usually we cannot handle stories like that, but our church is full of people like that. You know, the word Benoni, it's a weird name. But naming has always a deep meaning. At, at, in our time at the moment, when, when people in our church have babies, their names are really, really special. My, for example, my name is Leo. That's simple. Bjorn, it's simple. But in our time, names are so confusing. I travel a lot, and I, 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 I'm always travel a lot, drive a lot behind cars. And here are some stickers about names. I don't get it. One sticker was the name Naya. They call the child Naya. That means for me, yeah, Naya. Another one was Elea. Milka. Milka is for me a cow. My mother is a farmer. Milka. How can you, what's your the name of the daughter? Milka. Special. Another card was Shakira, that's good. Shantalale. Shantalalale. That's even a tongue breaker. Shantalalale. Another one, so Tassin Tinete. Tin? Is this Spanish? Tinete. I don't get it. The names are so weird until 
you know the meaning. Benonini, weird, until you know the meaning. I want to draw it. Ben Oni. Ben, what is the name of the child? Ben Oni. Sounds weird for me. Ben Oni just literally means, what is your name? My name is Pain. Pain. Standing here alone. You didn't do anything. You did nothing. Why is this happening? Why do you let this happen? Why, God? How on earth work this together for good? This can never be a blessing. I hope, I pray, I believe that you will do something. Help. Help her. Now she's no longer here. We really look forward for a new son. Your gift. And now you take her away from me. We had so many dreams together. She will never see our son smile. steps and see him become a man. <laughs> she will never again be with us. God, where's your blessing?
Give me comfort, hope, and trust. I know you can make something new where everything is dead. I know this. I know this. Bless me. Bless us. Make something new.
She called her son Benoni, pain. And I want to stop for a moment because I believe everybody in our lives somewhere on some time, we have a Benoni moment. It's not, not like somebody's dying. This is like an extreme thing. But even sometimes when you're losing your job, it can be a Benoni moment. Or your relationship is, is splitting up. Or maybe some friends that betrayed you. I believe in a, some a small level, everybody faces a Benoni moment where we can define our future in a negative way. Rachel said, Benoni, that's my future, pain. And now something happens and we can learn tonight a lot from Jacob. Because I don't, I don't want to give these feelings a little bit of room, but now I want to teach you how you can change your circumstance in your life. And Jacob is the best example. In Genesis chapter 35, verse 18 and 19, but Jacob named him Benjamin. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrat, that is Bethel. Jacob overruled Rachel. This is unbelievable weird because usually we could say, let her die. When she's dead, then change her name. In the Old Testament, only the husband, the father, was in charge to give the names. He had the name right. He said, Rachel, Benonin means pain. Pain is not my destiny. Pain is not my future. Pain is not my, my goal. I call it Benjamin. And even sometimes in our lives, certain situations, certain people, and even the devil gives you a name. A name you don't like. Failure, loser, not big faith, whatever it's you labeled, you have the right to change these names because God Almighty will never allow that any situation, not even the devil, gives us a label in our life. He said, no, my future is Benjamin, not Benoni. And too many people which are, are, are met sometimes, they are struggling, they're falling down, and they call a situation their future. Benonin, pain is not your future, it's not your destiny. Benjamin, that's why my second point, and only have a cool second point, or call your situation what you want to. Call your situation as it is or as you want to. Why has pain, uh, Jacob overruled the name? Because he knew from the Old Testament, from the beginning, you can change every situation. You can give every situation a name. Because when God said to Adam, God created all the animals. Not Adam created the animal. God created all the animals. And God said to Adam, give names. Choose the name. Let's think for a moment. And here are the animals of the Garden of Eden. All of them had no name. You will say, this is a no-brainer picture. I know the names. No, you don't know it. Because when Adam was in front of the animals, not one animal had a name. And God says, call it. Give them a name. Call it Benoni. Pain? Or call it Benjamin. They said, oh, this one, this is a dog. I call this dog. And now you say, that's a dog. Oh, I said, this is a cat. And Adam gave the name cat. He said, that's a mouse. And this was a mouse. Then this is a fish, a shred fish. 
Adam gave the animals names. God put us in position to give your own situation a name. We are not creating certain situations. The animals are not created by Adam. God is the creator, but he was in charge to give names. We are not in charge for our situations, but you can give your situations a name. Jacob learned the name rights from the beginning of the Bible. And our situations, we always give them a name. A feeling is also attached with a name. And let's learn together from Jacob. More than four times, he changed the names. He changed names. He's a name changer. And now we can learn a principle. You can change your situations in a spe specific names. For example, in Genesis chapter 32, verse 28, your name will not longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans, and you have overcome. God is saying to Jacob, your identity is not betrayer, because Jacob means betrayer. He betrayed his own brother. This is not your identity. God is saying to Jacob, you are doing everything in your power to be on the top like social media, me, it's me. But your own identity, it's not me. Israel just literally means God fights for you. This is your identity. And God changed the name from betrayer to I fight for you. A second time, he was on the way to another city. In Genesis chapter 28, verse 19, and in the nowhere, he called that place Bethel, house of God. Though the city used to be called Luz, in the nowhere, he saw God like a ladder coming down from heaven, and he checked out, God is living, is here, and he changed the name to Bethel. Luz comes from Loserville. Where is God? In the nowhere. Where will God meet you? In the nowhere now. Here. And he changed the name Luz into Bethel. Luz means everyday life. You know the everyday life? You know the Mondays? The Mondays are always the Mondays, right? Monday is boring. Maybe going to the work, always it's the same bus, bus number 15. Boring. You call, call it Luz bus. We say, this number 15, it's the Bethel bus. You can say, my work is boring. No, it's the Bethel work. You can give your work, your daily routines, a name. How you name it, how you feel it. A lot of people say, thanks God, it's Friday. That means they are fed up of working. That means their work is not Bethel, it's loose. Change it. Another situation, he was running away 21 years from his brother Esau. And when he knew Esau is coming, Jacob knew it's only a matter of time and I'm dead. He will kill me like I'm dead. And on the way, he changed a name again. When Jacob saw them, he said, this is the camp of God. He saw all the angels actually. So he named that place Mahanim, two camps. He saw all the angels and he changed the place in a new name. That means... When I 
says, right. Make mistakes in my life or do mistakes. You can change it into double camp. God is forgiving me. God is in on my side. You can call yourself a failure or say, Jesus failed for me that I can be strong. Change your situations. Give them a new meaning, a new name. And the fourth time, um, when you fight with God in Genesis chapter 32, verse 31, then the sun rose above him and he passed Peniel. And even in the German Bible, in the, in the, in the original Bible, it's saying he changed even that name in Peniel. And Peniel just literally means face of God. He saw God and he was not killed by God. He changed even that city in Penel. That means in your daily fights, you can give them a name. And what we can learn from Jacob is that every situation can be a stumbling stone or can become a stepping stone. What is the difference? The attitude. The way we name things. This could be a stumbling stone or it will be a stepping stone. Jacob changed situations all the time. He gave them a new name, a new label. Let's think for a moment. When we face situation, we give our situation a name, unfair. I will never ever come out strong again or I will never ever be healthy. This is also a name. We're giving all the time situations a name. A feeling is a name attached to. And Benjamin means son of. Son of? Maybe I forgot to tell you. Jacob worked 14 years for Rachel. This was his love of the life, the, the love of his life. Have you ever worked 14 years for a girl? No. He waited 14 years. Rachel was his life, love life. Benjamin means son of... I forgot to tell you that in the Old Testament, when the father blessed Jacob, he used his right hand. And the right hand in the Old Testament means blessing, authority, Power, leading, the right hand of God is leading us. It's the right hand of God in the Old Testament. Benjamin means son of my right hand. You know what this mean? is the meaning? He said, for 21 years I chasing after the blessing. I was chasing after the right hands of God. God bless me, my house, my wife, my kids, my income, my calling. Bless me. I was chasing for 21 years for the right hand, for the blessing of God. But now I know that the right hands of God is with me. I am the blessing. I am blessed. I don't have to chase. I am the blessing. A lot of people, we chase science and miracles but the Bible is saying if you believe signs and miracles are chasing you 
You are blessed. We're waiting all the time for the blessing of God. And Jacob is saying, after 21 years, I checked. I am the blessing. The question is not, how blessed are you? What kind of a blessing you are? Because heaven is not somewhere. Heaven is in us. Forgiveness is not somewhere. We are forgiven already. Heaven, everything, what God belongs, is where? It's in us, but we're chasing after the blessing, healing, but it's in us. Jacob checked out, it's in me. I lost my Benoni. The pain, it's not pain. That's my future. Blessing, it's my future. And I will end with the last point. Be a blessing that overcomes the past. And sometimes in the Bible, there are one word in two Bible verses. And I want to give you a nugget. And this nugget changed me the last week. I freaked out. There's one, two small words. Are you ready? James chapter 35, verse 90 to 20. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath. That is Bethel, Bethlehem. Over a tomb, Jacob set a pillar. And to this day, that pillar marks Rachel's tomb. What it means to be a stumbling stone. You can use it. And you build God an altar. Jacob was building an altar. An altar is not always styled. It's just an altar. That's an altar. Here's the word Jacob. Jacob buried his love, his wife. Jacob means betrayer. He chased for 21 years for the blessing. Verse 21. But Israel moved on. He came as a Jacob, laid down everything in his life. And when this was over, he moved, changed. I am not a betrayer anymore. I'm not changing after the blessing. I am the blessing because I am Israel. That means God fights for me. And I will never ever fight for the blessing because the blessing is in me. Do you understand the picture? He came as a Jacob, moved on as Israel. And the altar is the difference. When you lay down your altar, your life is changed. I said to God, that's unreal. So because so many times in my own life, I'm chasing after the blessing. But I am the blessing. I am Israel. God fights for me. Don't give your circumstance a Benoni. Don't call it Benoni. Overrule the devil, overrule people, overrule whatever people are saying to you. You have the right to change the name rights. It's in you. You can call it as it is or as you want to be. And that's a huge difference.